Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second lesson of the World's Worst podcast with me, the World's Worst school teacher, Gabriel. In today's topic, we'll be covering how to be a dictator. With your uh, co-host for this week will be my good friend, Greg. So, Greg, um, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, you're yep. still muted. Oh, there no, you're I'm muted. Mute. It's fine. Okay, <laughs> frantically a... unmuting. We've had a heck of a day with the oh, old but... technical difficulties. Yeah, I, I am a lowly Labour member. So I, I've crawled out of my, my swamp and um, decided to hop on. I, d- I don't really know what else to say. Like I've got no real expertise. I'm just like a guy that's very into politics who, who frequently realises I, I need to know more about politics <laughs> to actually have an opinion. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah, what yeah, have we covered today? Like, with the general <laughs> goings on before we general, get to the uh, dictator stuff? Before we get, that's a good question. Like, do we just jump in straight up into the dictatorship stuff, or do we like you know build up and start talking a little bit about politics? Um, because I, I was promised um, some spicy takes today. Some spicy about, takes uh, from Starmer. Oh, um, <laughs> for Starmer, yeah. So. The hotness with Starmer right now is my my CLP. For those of you not in the know, a CLP stands for Constituency Labour Party, and my one's pretty tiny, pretty small. Well, I not everyone te- attends meetings, so like you end up getting about thirty of the same people turning up. It it looks kind of like that um that that what what do you call it? that fucking um church meeting that went viral except way less hostile you know yes, it's the yeah. same people that uh turn up every every week you know but i think there's probably like 500 members in, in our area it's just you know the same people so i i saw what the um agenda for the next meeting is so it's like the usual stuff you go, you go over, like, events that are happening and stuff like that. And I see the spiciest thing at the bottom is just call for no vote of no confidence in leader. And I'm just like, oh, shit's going to pop off, like, yeah. <laughs> next meeting. <laughs> because because most of those people are generally progressive, but some of the, the members have just idiot asshole takes and it frustrates me because i want to be respectful at the same time so i usually don't like say anything ridiculous but like i just don't understand if, if you're a starmer stan i i would really love to know what you're Which holding on to at this point Which, there are no starmer stands no one is that oh. passionate for Starmer. like maybe pierce morgan like Starmer, and that's about it. I, I, Starmer is a kind of person who inspires nothing in people. So, so basically, Stannis Baratheon. You just <laughs> okay? No, 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 no. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let's yeah. not fucking. Okay, okay. Sorry. Let's Let's not... Lead a name of Stannis. Stannis. Stannis the Manus Baratheon. Um. But no, yeah, he doesn't... Because at least with Stannis, right, He most people don't like him, but the people that do like him really like him. 
if that makes sense. Yeah, no, Where's I know what star? you mean. With Starmer, he's kind of like the the Labour rights placeholder for who they really want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's Which just is, a, it's I don't a... know who at this point, but like, Harriet Harbour? <laughs> I don't Maybe... know. Maybe... Uh, what would you call it? I feel like Tony Blair is is secretly gunning for like a second run. He's been saying a lot of shit on the news. And... I know, but even Tony Blair has more of a vision than Starmer. Like, yes. <laughs> at this point, like, even he's dunking on Starmer on, like, Good Morning Britain with his former spin doctor, which is the most fucked thing in the world, but, like, you know, that's that's the reality we live in. There's nothing like you're going around, like, you know, if you just ignore Tony Blair's, you know, war crimes... You know, he did get a lot of children... (laughs) Yeah, he did get a lot of children out of poverty. Not Iraqi children, but, you know... (laughs) Some children, some, some children, children got a Some children were helped. Some children were helped. Some were murdered. <laughs> but you know, some were helped. So you know, bits and bobs. What has Starmer done other than get kicked out of a pub? Oh Le- god, that was so fun. So you, you you know all the background on that. It was like he he did check with his team about the thing. Like he did speak with the owner. But the thing is, there was two owners. Oh, so this so normally, so normally, this would just be a run of the mill PR thing. He goes in for a pipe, maybe he pours one himself. He's like, you know, with the little picture. One of the lads. One of, one the, of lads. the lads. Yeah. Oh, man, I just want a politician to get shit faced on one of those things. Like Farad should have done it. You know, of all the people, <laughs> I think pub crawl with Farad, that would have been brilliant. You know what? I say what you will about Farage. A pub crawl with him would would be fun. Oh, it'd be know, mad! At the, like, and at then the you just drink least. every time he says something racist. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. You know, Farage. What do you think of brown people? And he just <laughs> launches immediately into a tirade, and every slur he says, no, no. Like you take a shot. No, no, it's not brown people. It's Muslims. You know, you know, it's got to be Muslims or Romanians. You know, there's no, there's nothing else. Actually, maybe there's black people. Like on the odd day, like he's got to bring up crime. You know, it's just always. There's that. There's that meme. It's a common 4chan meme or something like when the edgy white kid can't wait to bring up FBI crime statistics at the dinner party. Oh. It's like, <laughs> it's like dude. <laughs> um, yeah, so so what what else is your opinion of Stump? Because I don't want to dominate this too much, because I have my own oh, thoughts. No. It's like... I, I, I mean, it's fine. I kind of I kind of specifically wanted to talk about Stump because he's such the opposite of of what a good dictator should be. Yeah, because... yeah, he's not charismatic. He he's got like a very nebulous sort of control. Like it's not there, you know. Like I'm, I'm still trying to think of other than. I mean, also uh, somebody who I know who stated this. It's there is no way it, it should never have been a thing. A knighted person should never be the leader of the Labour Party. If. Oh yeah, no, de- definitely. Yeah. Like you know, I I bet it would trigger him if you called him Mister Starmer as well. <laughs> like, yes. If you ever see him out in public, 
please say Mr. Starmer. See what he does. Please. <laughs> Honestly, and yeah, like, it, there is no way that the, a party for the working class should ever, ever, you ever, ever have, have a leader have... who's from the Order of Bath. Yeah. No, that, 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 that's the proof that your party no longer stands for the working man. Well, well, yeah, I mean, knights were just, like, bastard sons of nobles who, like, dicked over common folk. Exactly. Like, and even his, um, own sort of history as, uh, he was crown prosecution service, wasn't he? Yeah, so it was interesting what crimes he did choose to um, prosecute and which he didn't. It's, it's always interesting when it comes to prosecutors. So during the London riots, like, he was very harsh on, you know, the rioters. Of course, like, you know, there wasn't this, you know, support for these people protesting this very serious injustice that's happened, you know? Like I know, I know, people will will always disagree about um, you know whether a riot can ever be justified. Like, of course, I I want people to be peaceful wherever possible. But like, so, sometimes you can understand it. Like, particularly in the U.S., like you you have this history of people going out and um, just raiding shops because. There's no other way the media will pay attention to them. You know, they've exhausted every option. They've done their quiet marches. They've, you know, tried to get on the news every other way. You know, it's just... I, I, I don't know. I know you have your own thoughts on... Um, right. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely... I, I do think riots can be justified. I know that's... Uh... Uh, I <laughs> fuck it, fuck it. Everyone go riot. I think it's good. Um, <laughs> well, no, I I do agree with you in the sense that at a but also the difference between a riot and say uh, a protest or a revolution is framing. You know, th- yeah, when, def- definitely. Um, because when, when the... you win a revolution or. Something you know, it's it's a revolution. Otherwise, it's yeah. the civil war or whatever, or exactly, or you know, something so more I, ugly. Than I, I think that 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 riot needs to be looked at in the context of what were the political uh, political goals of the people involved. How did they use violence to achieve those goals, and what was the the uh, the 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 actual achievements of what was achieved, I think a really good comparison would be the Boston Tea Party, where they threw tea into the harbour, which was illegal. They destroyed private property, um, broke several laws, including taxes. But I do fundamentally think that the reason they did that to protest against um, unfair taxing or representation was completely valid. Yeah, Um, yeah, the thing is that, yeah, the taxing increase on tea was to pay for the indian wars right like uh, generally like the reasons for uh 
the American Revolutionary War, I feel like, are kind of romanticized a bit. That that's the thing. Like, be, uh, yes, because many also, of the common I... people living in America weren't anti-monarchy. And, like, I, I, I admire the founding, some of the founding fathers for different reasons. Like, you know, Jefferson yeah. obviously believed in democracy, but, you know, the slaves... And then, you know, obviously, um, <laughs> Washington, you know, gave up power. But again, slaves and th- well, there's it's a question of whether he's even a really good leader. <laughs> well, I, I, it's funny. <laughs> I have two things. First, we'll definitely get back to Washington giving up power. Because I think that's a yeah, yeah, that, that, Especially that, towards the dictator yeah, topic. Definitely. But also... Um, when he, he said he wasn't that good of a leader, it reminds me of um, this. Trust, just trust me. When I'm going over this epic rap battles of history. There's a rap battle between George Washington and William uh, William Wallace of Scotland. There's a wonderful line in it in which they say, uh, "Such uh, such a shite tactician, not even the British Army uh, wanted him." Uh, which I thought is fucking perfect. Yeah, he was a fucking terrible tactician like like in an actual battle i i think he started the french indian war somehow like someone fact check me on that but (laughs) well who's the fucking guy from joe rogan podcast jamie can you get that up (laughs) jamie can you get that up uh or is it the french and indian war there's another it's a seven years war yeah the seven years war yeah um Oh, wow. Holy shit. No, you're right. You're right. He and some of his men, along with uh, the Mingo allies, which are Native American group from Ohio, um, ambushed a French scouting party. Because fuck the French. Because fuck the French. Obviously, this is going to be a recurring theme of this podcast for everyone. Um, <laughs> if there's a slogan and... for this podcast. <laughs> fuck the French. Um, but yeah, essentially, th- nobody really knows exactly how one of the French leaders is killed. But that, along with other things, is seen as one of the first military steps leading to the global Seven Years' War. Mate. So there you go. Okay. Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. He is one of the reasons to to do with the uh, Seven Years' War. Holy shit. Anyway, back to Storm. <laughs> back to Storm. Well, so yeah, so like, oh. if you look at all of these, you know, historically famous leaders, uh, Washington is a perfect example of someone who's got massive charisma. Like, he managed to keep his troops together when they were losing. What, what does Starmer inspire? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Nothing really. I mean, like in terms of policy, he's not leading on it as well. That's the other thing. So they're they're having this ridiculous policy review or whatever. But there's already systems in place in inside the Labour Party for, you know, um, creating policy. And originally, when he ran uh, to be leader, you know, competing with figures like Rebecca Long Bailey. And um, what's her fucking name? She's in oh shadow cabinet foreign secretary person Lisa Nandy. That's it. Yeah, she's useless as well. 
Um, so when he was running to be leader, he said that he he was hailing a lot of like Jeremy Corbyn's like rhetoric in terms of what we need to do in terms of nationalizing rail, mail, and stuff like that. You know, um, investing in you know the public sector things of that nature and and he just kind of slipped away from it slowly but surely not really taking major stances on any issue um like do you want to talk about like the history of what he's been doing inside the labor party so in terms of Let's go uh, for it. Let's, let's, let's talk a bit about what he's actually done. Yeah, so um, so since becoming leader, he of course sacked Rebecca Long Bailey. So originally in his cabinet, he had, you know, some of his contenders um, to show unity within the party, which, you know, I thought was a pleasant move. Like, but before the hustings, actually, I was seriously considering voting for him. Um, like uh, as my top pick yeah so that that changed when i saw his performance in the hustings <laughs> and um just just like seeing like where he was in terms of being progressive like you couldn't really see his you know history that much you know he he'd been in in like parliament for about 5 years or something like that and um you know, on the trail, he was saying about stuff like trans rights are human rights, which I agree with. But the way he delivered Absolutely. it felt so canned. Like, you can go back and look at some of those clips, and it, it just sounds so re rehearsed rather than, like, something he is actually passionate but, yeah, about. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't actually You, you know what it. I mean? Like, it, he's hitting a talking point rather than this is something in his agenda like i think he would happily throw trans people in front of the bus like um you know if it ever became inconvenient for him you know i don't i don't see him as someone that that's yeah. principled like i i know that's a lot of reading into it but uh i i don't i i, I didn't see him someone principled when he <laughs> fired Rebecca Long Bailey for a tweet. So so do you remember what the tweet was? Not off the top of my head. Okay, so it was a link to an article in The Independent. And in, in that article, I forget the um actor's name, um, but she she referenced that um the George Floyd protest. Yes, yes, like that. that's so what I remember. She, she said she alleged that um that that kneeling on someone's neck was an Israeli so like IDF tactic that had been trained to US police. Yeah. So the IDF vehemently <laughs> disputes this, of course. Um and, and and for the record, I don't know of such tactic being used, but this is a thing that happens with the IDF coming over to train various 
police departments in the yes, US. Yes, I know. This, I, this I know. is a thing that exists. I, I'm not trying to be like, the I Jews mean, are I, responsible for everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, listen, that, the, the Israel episode was a previous one. So. I, I, I don't <laughs> want to spend too much time on Israel. Jeez. No, like, I, I, it's, I, I, it's a mess. I, well, I, I'm I, glad I there's thought... a ceasefire, but obviously there are still many injustices oh, yeah, going on yeah. there well, right I, now. I, th- I think the ceasefire happened yeah. as well. I, well, I, I think for better or for worse, I, I think we'll have to move on or we'll get sucked into into another <laughs> tangent. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, now I do remember. And also, I I, I, I think because she had a, a a pretty good background, uh, Long Bailey. Like for her to be fired over. Just a single tweet. Well, the, is... the thing is, she she said herself after the fact she was fired the exact same day she actually, you know, shared this tweet. Like all she did was like share the article. Like the article even disputes the the, the kneeling on the neck from coming from an IDF thing as well. So this was just labelled as this giant anti-Semitic conspiracy theory in in Labour right sort of members. In uh, essentially a smear campaign just to get a vow of the cabinet. So then we get to Corbyn, which happens later. <laughs> a bit well, down the road. Well, I, I, I don't know. What, what do you want to say? I, I, I think I, I'm actually going to a nice little branching point okay with essentially my opinion my very frank opinion is what starmer did with corbyn was very visibly him purging the party of corbyn's influence oh yeah no attempting to oh yeah no doubt because at, at, at the moment like you have the blairite wing of the party you got um you know the corbyn wing of the party and you even have to to a degree, you know, fucking squirrel face wing of the party. <laughs> see, you can f- see I forget names a lot under pressure. It's um, it- it's one of those things. <laughs> it is gonna be one of them. Oh my god! I want to say Mandelson, even though I know that's the Dark Lord. It's, it's not Mandelson. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, that's someone it's completely Palpatine, the one you're on about. Mandelson, it's Palpatine, mate. Um, I'm trying to remember, but anyway, who made the, him a lord? The Sith. That 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 was uh <laughs> that was Frankie Boyle. Uh, mock the week circa 2009. We, we love we love stealing jokes here. It's fine. Well, so yeah, so you know, Starmer, you know, tried to purge him. And talking about purging, I think it's time we actually talk about dictators because what you know, funny enough, what Starmer failed to do was to stop purging he didn't actually do the purge properly he removed corbyn from all positions of uh, authority but corbyn is still massively popular well Labour yeah he's has... still a, a member of the party but he he's been kicked out of the parliamentary group so he actually also... sits as a crossbencher at the moment which, which is wild when you think about it it's just like <laughs> and the reasoning doesn't even make sense so he was kicked out for a facebook post where he basically said a lot of the coverage around anti 
uh, Semitism in the Labour Party was politically motivated, which to be to be fair was like I I think a lot of people view this as him downplaying the issue of anti-Semitism in the party, and you know I like it, it's it's clear it, it it was real and existed to probably not to the degree that the media focusing on it like deserved especially considering there is anti-semitism in the other big party in the uk that there's also huge amounts of islamophobia that don't really get talked about too often either you know even though that muslims make up a bigger portion of the uk population than jewish people and yeah. and any sort of discrimination is wrong and um well Cor- corbyn says as much I, th- I think that there is a problem when he he did say all, all sorts of discrimination <laughs> are wrong because it also made it look like he was downplaying it again yeah. Yeah. but also it, kind of in a similar fashion to how but also the, a lot of a lot of information that. wasn't passed on to corbyn about how bad the situation was so yeah, it's really definitely. Easy for people for for people to turn around and be like, "Ah, Corbyn, you didn't respond to it properly." Well, no, people who weren't fans of him, um, you know, and wanted him out of the party were not passing along the the, the information. Like key you know, information, no one, yeah, that was seen. Yeah, it... no one's denying that there wasn't a, an issue. You know, like you said, you know, that, no one's saying there wasn't an issue of anti-Semitism. In I, I mean, a very a very small minority probably have, but like just to cover all bases, some some people probably have. But they are very fringe, and they are very wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely, I agree. Um, yeah, no, it's just it's just a tough situation. It's just a tough situation, and that I, I that know, information I... only came out about people not passing on different things to Corbyn um, through leaks. And what 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 happened under Starmer though is rather than punish the people that didn't allow this information to reach Corbyn, he was like, where the leakers? Where the leak, you know? Uh, yeah, it really shocks me. No. And I, 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 here's my prediction. Here's my prediction before we move on from the, from the Labour Party. Okay, this is I... one more thing after this, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay so, so my, actually, if you say your thing, then I'll do my prediction. Well, I, I was just going to mention about the um, the shifting of positions of Angela Vayner. So she's deputy leader, and she's from the soft left of the party. And uh, after losing some local elections, uh, you know, May 6th, like Starmer said, oh, yeah, I'm going to take responsibility, you know, buck stops with me kind of thing. Next day, he, he like, shifts Angela Vayner out even though it, because she was a campaign manager, right? But, like, apparently he had a lot of control himself over the campaigns and stuff. And a lot of the um, people running didn't know what policy positions to put forward because they weren't receiving anything from Labour HQ. So, with that, that out of the way... Go ahead with your yeah, final so thoughts on Labour. My, my final thoughts on Labour, I don't think we're going to have a Labour government until, at the very earliest, 2030. 
So that, that's my prediction is two decades of Tory rule. Minimum. Minimum. You're you're depressed you're depressing me, but I I can't say you're wrong. Like the the moves that like Boris is making, like nationalizing the railways, like I think they'll probably be underfunded, like they'll you know, the prices will probably be hiked at certain points, even though he promises not to or whatever. And you know, there's still that private element that um what was it the passenger contracts so you know it, it, it's almost kind of blairite in the fact that it's like a national yeah. thing but it's still partly privatized we're moving towards a very uh politically old school almost kind of like uh keynesian style of economics with a very you know strong government uh spending you know I, i'm kind of down for this you know let's go back to the 70s let's bring back the trade unions let's renationalize everything yeah no i um, i'm down for it too i don't think he's gonna nationalize water or power or stuff like that no, absolutely. But, um you, so, you, you know it, it's also the fact that like, if you could sum up this Tory government, like, under Johnson, I would say it's too little, too late. Like, in ter- in terms of the yeah, coronavirus, absolutely. like, he was very late to do stuff initially. You know, some of the measures were too late. Like, the the big saving grace was the vaccine, and, you know, basically, that's just down to us being a rich asshole country jumping to the front of the line. Like, that's it. And, and, and a, a lot of the funding was put in place before. Now, I am going to... So I, I feel like we, it's time to talk about dictators. Uh, you, like, you're so eager. Things. Like, I was expecting... <laughs> I, I guess it's because we had technical difficulties as well for what was probably close to an hour. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah. dial D for dictator. We're here. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Um. So, yeah. So I... First, I have to ask you, so I'll do this in a serious question. And that's all we have time for uh, the first part of this lesson. will be continued in part 2B.